This past Thursday was um, the Feast of St. Joseph. And um, on that day, I happened to get a little email that uh, provided 15 reasons why dads matter. St. Joseph, of course, Jesus' father, so appropriate subject matter. I'd like to share just a couple of these with you. So 15 reasons why dads matter. And the number one is that fathers' interaction with babies, engaging in cognitively stimulating activities and emotional warmth and physical care, reduce their infant's chances of experiencing learning delays. Another one, children whose fathers are involved in rearing them, in other words, sensitive and responsive fathering, fare better on tests and in language ability, ability listen to me, than those with less responsive or involved fathers. And it goes on, a father's involvement in children's school activities protects at-risk children from failing or dropping out. Fathers being involved in children's lives protects against risk factors that pose harm for children, such as problematic behavior or uh, maternal depression and family economic hardship. And the list, I think it's very clear, and uh, if anybody wants a copy of it, I'd be happy to send it to them, uh, just email me. But the last one, uh, point number 15 is this, and I know people are gonna go, oh, here he goes again, but there's a reason, there's a reason. It says, most importantly, when it comes to passing our faith and values on to our kids, it is critical for fathers to take the lead. When mom and dad are regular churchgoers, 33% of their children will be regular churchgoers, and 41% will at least attend irregularly. But then it says, but shockingly, when dad alone is a churchgoer, faith retention rates are even higher. I know it doesn't make sense. It turns out then that 38% of children with irregular church-going mothers but active fathers grow up to attend church regularly, and, and the numbers are higher for, although inactive, but at least once in a while, attendees. And of course, that doesn't mean that, that moms are not important and shouldn't go to church with their families, but it does mean that the more committed and active dads are, the more likely it is that the children will follow the lead with regard to faith and with regard to values, even when mom may not be involved. And so, dads matter. But more importantly, faith matters and values matter in life. You know, people get all caught up because I'm always haranguing about this, you know, about the importance of attending Mass on Sunday. But, but why? Well, it, it's about what these next few weeks, quite frankly, are moving us towards. And not just what happens on Holy Thursday and Good Friday and Easter Sunday, but, but then what continues to happen in our lives afterwards. You know, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Easter Sunday, we are celebrating what we call the Paschal Mystery. It's about the suffering and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ but it's also about our suffering and death and resurrection. And that's why it is so important to be 
given courage and to be fed to move through all of these moments in lives that are perhaps smaller sufferings and deaths and resurrections. But then when it comes time to, to reach, you know, when we reach the end of our lives and we have to move through that suffering and death that is inevitable for all of us, our hope is certainly that resurrection is as well. You know, these are important days, not just to celebrate as, oh, you know, the Triduum and Easter, but important days for us. Again, they're going to be the story of Jesus' death, but they're also about our death. They're also about the end of our lives and our resurrection. You know, we hear these readings today that are preparing us for that. Again, not just to celebrate the Easter mysteries, but preparing us for the end of life as well on this earth. And we, we hear about dry bones from Ezekiel. We hear about the loss of hope. You know, the people of Israel had been defeated, and of course this happens over and over again in history. And each time God comes back to them after they've learned their lesson, after they've said they were sorry, and raises them up again. You know, brings new life to them, new hope. Now, our lives are called to be filled with hope because if they're not, they're rather dark. And up out of those dry bones, the, the sinew, the, the muscles, and, and everything is reconstructed of the nation of Israel and they rise up again to be a strong people and to move on in life through history. Just as each of us, out of the disasters, the deaths of our lives, are raised up out of hope by God to continue to go out and do His good work. Our Gospel today, we hear, you know, as Jesus is going off to Bethany to, to do what He must do, the apostles are, are frightened, they're scared to death. If we pay attention to the Gospels each Sunday, we know that he's been to Bethany already and he almost lost his life. That's the place where the people get so upset with him that they're, they're about to stone him and then he escapes. And the apostles do not want to go back there because they know what is liable to happen. And so Thomas, being the brainiac that he is, say, says, well, Let's just go with him. Let's go with him to die. And he says that not as an article of faith. He says that as a matter of resignation. Because in his mind, and, and certainly in the minds of people of that time, you know, if Jesus dies, this is all over. There's nothing left. So we might as well just go with him and end it all. But that's not... That's not what happens at all. You know, here Jesus is very, very much on the way to his death in Jerusalem. But he comes to show his apostles and the other disciples that there is life after death. He raises up Lazarus 
to show them what's going to happen to him. That yes, he will suffer and he will die, but there will be something glorious that comes out of that, not only for him, but in showing them that it happens for Lazarus, he shows them that it will happen for them as well. He shows us that it will happen for us as well, that there is hope in this life that we live and that there is something better on the other side of it. There is eternity with God. And so we find ourselves here today at Mass. I read that 15th reason why dads ought to be here. And it's because we do need to be here weekly in order to be provided with that faith and that hope. And out of that faith and hope, the love that God calls us to have for one another, that there is something greater for us if we pay attention, if we live our lives as as God asks us to live it, that we too We'll have these moments and experiences of the Paschal mystery as life moves on for us. And in the greatest possible sense that we can imagine, that the Paschal mystery will come true for us at the end of our lives. And that's why it is so important to be here, so that we don't lose that hope as Israel so often lost hope in God. And so that we will come to experience that mystery and that miracle of life after death. I would strongly encourage that everybody try to be here, and I know it's not easy, and it's, it, they're not holy days of obligation, of course, but in experiencing the mystery of the Triduum, those three most important days of our year, to be reminded in, in very, very profound ways of the mystery that we are called into the mystery of God's life that he wants us to enjoy, that we came into through baptism, and we are drawn ever deeper into and strengthened in in the celebration of Eucharist. Try to be here. Try to be here so that together we can all enjoy this and be drawn more deeply into the, the, the truth of it and to come to hope evermore that it is for us.